Welcome to Lighthouse Center's podcast. We are a growing church community in Bacoor. We hope this service inspires you to have a passion for God and compassion for people. Good morning, church. And today, we will be um, studying uh, a different type of genre, a different type of uh, passage. Feeling ko out of... Uh, out of the many years that I have been preaching, this might be the first time that I will be uh, discussing or uh, will be, I, I have prepared a sermon about a song. About a song. So uh, today we will be uh, reading Psalm 23. Are we familiar with Psalm 23? I remember when I was a kid, um, when I was still small. Need up imagining, diba? When I was still small, um, sabi sa akin ng nanay ko, Yan yung favorite verse ko, sabi niya. So ako, dahil mapagmahal akong anak, sinaulo ko. Uh, and indeed, it is, is this is a short chapter with six verses in it. And if you are not familiar with it, it is the verse that starts with, The Lord is my shepherd. And indeed, this is what we will be talking about today. It is the shepherd and the sheep. And... Um, you know, Psalms 23 give us a good glimpse of how it is to walk with God. Um, siguro sanay tayong lahat ng pinag-uusapan natin when it comes to the Sunday sermon is something that we have to think about, something that we discover, something that we investigate in the Bible. But today we will be refreshed with the promises of God. And the promises of God in these verses are indeed... Um, things that are hard to absorb or hard to appreciate because we commonly overlook. We commonly overlook at these things. But today, let it be, um, I'm telling you, hindi to palaisipan ngayong umaga. <laughs> hindi sa palaisipan, hindi katulad ng mga dati nating um, pinag-uusapan na parang may binubuo, tapos nakakagulat, may shocking revelation. But today, it will be much of, we will understand the promises of the Lord through Psalms chapter 23. And, uh, you know, how is it to be with God in this journey? How is it to be working along with a God in this journey, in our Christian life? And the first verse, and before that, we'll pray. Sige, pray muna tayo. Lord, uh, we come to you this morning. We ask you, Lord, that you will pour your spirit, Lord. Today, Lord, let not wisdom reign. Let not just that, Lord. Let not just knowledge, Panginoon, or strength, or beautiful words reign. But Lord, let your promises come so true, Lord, in our lives, and we will be able to understand everything, Lord. Tanim mo to sa puso namin. Marami pong salamat sa inyo, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You know, um, in the first verse of Psalm 23, start in verse 1, it says there, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Can we say that? Sabihin natin isa-isa tong verses na to. Can we say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You know, it came to David very personal. Ang sabi niya, the Lord is my shepherd. It's not everyone's shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd. So meaning, David is really talking to God this way. Lord, you are my shepherd. It's a sense of deep relationship and ownership from the Creator. God was like a shepherd to David. But remember that God cannot be a shepherd. Remember this. God cannot be a shepherd without us being a, without us being a sheep. 
Therefore, it needs a shepherd to be a shepherd. Sometimes we admit, God, you are my shepherd. But the question is, are we being a sheep to God? Do you know what is a sheep? A, really, a, a realization of God as a shepherd shall make us realize that for God to be a shepherd, we have to be like ships. You know, this psalm is not for the self-sufficient. This psalm is not for independent people. This psalm is not for the strong and powerful people. This psalm is for the people who are poor, who recognize their insufficiency. Pag sinabi kasing ship, alam natin they are foolish. Alam natin na hindi sila matalino, dependent sila, and most likely they need a shepherd because they don't know where to go. And in order for God to be a shepherd, we have to be like sheep. We have to admit ourselves. We have to admit to ourselves that hindi ako matalino, hindi ako magaling, marami akong kulang at marami akong kakulangan. Hindi ko alam kung saan pupunta. Medyo hindi talaga ako, wala akong alam. Alam niyo po yun? That is what it takes to be a sheep. And we have to remember that sheep during that time is not a wildling. Hindi siya wild animal na makikita mo kung saan-saan tapos susugurin ka at nakakatakot siya. Actually, yung sheep, it is an object to them of property. Inaangkin siya, inaari siya. And they are bought with a great price. They are domestic animals. And you know, what follows is that, uh, itanong mo natin yung katabi natin, nakikita mo ba yung sarili mong tupa? Meron sa atin siguro yung sasabihin niya, oo, tupa ako, pero ako yung pinakamagandang tupa. Di ba? Uh, tupa ako, pero ako yung pinakamagaling. Kaya ko. Ganyan. <laughs> Black sheep. Iba yun Pero we have to understand that when we admit to be sheep, we are admitting our foolishness. We are admitting our insufficiency. We are admitting our dependence. That we need a shepherd. This is David talking. And for a king to say that he is insufficient, independent, and weak, siguro magbabago yung pagtingin natin kung paano natin to iniisip. You know, the following part of this first verse is that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You know, in other versions, we know what it says. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. Can we say that to ourselves today? I lack nothing. O diba, ang hirap? O puyat? Can we say that? I lack nothing. O diba, anong susunod? May kulang eh. <laughs> ang susunod dyan. And I'm challenging everyone also on the other screen. We have to identify ourselves with it. You know, this is the prayer of David. I lack nothing. Ang sabi niya, si Lord, ang pastol ko, hindi ako nagkukulang. Sabihin nating lahat walang kulang. Can we see how how hard is this prayer of David? I lack nothing. You know, David said this in two terms. The first thing is that he realized that all his needs are supplied. 
lahat ng kailangan niya ay nasa kanya na. Hindi niya diniscuss kung ano yung kulang niya, pero naniniwala siya na kung anong meron sa sapat na. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, sapat na ba? Kung anong meron ka, sapat na ba? You know, this is what David is thinking about during this time. And secondly, its implication is what? I decide not to desire more than what the Lord gives. Nagde-decision ako ngayon na hindi na ako maghahangad ng higit pa sa binibigay sa akin ng Panginoon. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Alam niyo, very selfless ang, ang, ang illustration of us being called Egypt. Wala tayong pag-aari, inaari tayong ganap, binili tayo. Hindi siya isang mabangis na hayop. Di ba minsan para tayong mabangis na hayop, eh, Christian yan? Laban na. Ganyan na. Okay. Ano yan na? Parang dragon na. <laughs> Parang leon na. Manununggab talaga yan na. Ganyan. But you know, the picture of a Christian is what? It's a ship who is foolish, dependent, insufficient. All my needs are supplied by the Lord. Do we believe in this? And I decide not to desire more than what the Lord has given me already. You know, after this verse, ang ganda nung pauna ni, ni David, diba? nilinaw niya agad, that my position is a ship and God is my shepherd. Tupa ko, ang Diyos ang pastol. And the second verse came in. Tingnan natin. Sabi niya, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Sabi niya, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. At you know, nag-start na yung journey dito. So pinakita muna ni King David kung sino sa at yung sumunod doon is kung ano na yung mga nangyari. Okay? Ito si Lord, ito ako, tupa, at ngayon maglalakad na kami. At dinala niya ako sa isang, sa, sa green pasture. At sa tahimik na tubig in still waters. So ang sarap, di ba? You know, for a ship that's paradise. Sa isang tupa, kung iniisip natin na para namang hindi masaya dyan, walang... Walang Starbucks, walang walang tambayan, di ba? Pero isipin natin, tupa tayo during this time. So for a tupa, hindi siya maghahanap ng masarap na kape, di ba? Hindi yung nagkakape. So basically, ang hinahanap niya is yung mga malilamnam na damo. And you know, this is paradise for this ship. At sa tubig, sa mainam na tubig, you know, he makes me lie down. Ang sarap nung... Nung term, di ba? Ang sabi niya, He makes me lie down. Hindi, hindi ako humiga. Pinahiga niya ako. Alam niyo yun? And when God moves this way, kapag sumunod tayo sa Panginoon, we will know the best time to rest. Sometimes we are just too engrossed into the idea of resting. But you know, when we come to Psalm 23, it is God who gives rest. It is God who makes us rest. And this is different, di ba? Magkaiba sa, Kasi minsan, disusun tayo magpahinga. 
But you know, si Lord dito, sabi niya, He makes me lie down in green pastures. Di ba? He knows when you need it. Alam niya kung kailan mo kailangan. Siya yung nagbigay ng kapahingahan. Alam niyo, sabi ni Philip Keller, sabi niya, the ship does not easily lie down. Marami siyang gusto bago sa humiga. Kasi nga taimtim siyang hayop, di ba? So, there is, gusto niya, tahimik yung paligid niya, walang nag-aaway din ng mga tupa. Sabi niya, hindi dapat masadong malamok, walang flies. At hindi siya pwedeng tinatakot. Nakita na ba kayo, di ba, magka, magka-uri sila ng kambing? Di ba, pag ginulat yung kambing, talagang, naninigas. Nakakita na kayo nun. Amazing yun. Try, try po nating panoorin. Yan. And, you know, hindi sa pwedeng matulog ng gutom. Hindi niya kaya matulog ng gutom. Meaning, that God has already is giving us a promise here that He will supply and nothing to worry. There is nothing to fear. There is no famine. There are no flies around. There is no friction around. And He will make us lie down in green pastures. The shepherd we can actually summarize this part of the verse as Jesus promising, as God, as the shepherd promises to us, that He cares, He comforts, and He gives rest. God cares. God comforts. God gives rest. And on the third verse, ang sabi niya dito, He restores my soul. Sabi niya, He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for His namesake. Naninibago ang basahin kasi sa ulo ko sa ibang version. But He restores my soul. He leads me into the path of righteousness. You know, restores mean there is brokenness and God is willing to rescue. He restores my soul. So there is a promise of restoration. You know, there is nothing that we will do upon hearing to this word of God than just receiving and receiving. Than just knowing and knowing who God is. And the promises that He gives through these verses. Are we believing that God restores? At ang sabi niya dito, He restores my soul. So if there is any brokenness, so if there is any rescue needed, God is willing to do that for us. And after that, after that restoration, He restores my soul. At sabi niya dyan, He leads me in the path of righteousness. Now, after being restored, now God gives direction. He leads me into the path of righteousness. You know, after restoring is leading, now we understand that the shepherd is a guide. The shepherd is a guide. Guiding a ship. But let's understand this. Uh, he leads me. He leads me into the path of righteousness. Paano pa po ba natin nai-imagine yung leading ni Lord madalas? Okay, we imagine the leading of the Lord this way, that God will instruct us. Then we will go. Pumunta ka dyan. Sumunod ka. Okay. That's leading. Amen? But you know, there is something more when we discover it this word in Psalms chapter 23. We have to understand that Jesus here is a shepherd talking to a ship. Leading a ship. At mali agad yung term na pag inisip natin that he talks with the ship. Tama? Hindi niya kakausapin yung ship. Hakbangan mo yan. Kaliwa. Kanan tumabi. Tabi. 
What will he do? Hihilain, di ba? <laughs> hindi, masasakal. Hindi, hindi. Walang taling binanggit dito. Mamaya, we will understand what, what it comes with this leading. But we have to understand that leading here means walking with the ship. It means walking with the ship. Sometimes, ang iniisip natin is that God leading my life would mean utos, sunod. Hindi. Leading when it comes to Jesus is like a shepherd to a ship, walking up to its accomplishment. Naglalakad ng kasama si Kristo. Naglalakad ng kasama ang Diyos. When God says He will lead you to the path of righteousness, you will not go there alone. God is with you. When God says He will lead you to the path of righteousness, at kung nasaan ka man ngayon, hindi ka inuutusan ng Panginoon, at iniisip niya na kaya mo yan, mag-perform kagalingan mo. No, He is there with you on His side. Hindi, ka, hindi niya tayo iniwan kahit kailan. Hindi niya tayo pinabayaan at iniiwan kung nasaan man tayo. Guiding here is plainly walking with a ship. Guiding him would mean walking, struggling, walking on the same path with the ship. If right now you feel like in our situation ngayon, this is our time to, to, to give back to the Lord. This is our time to just follow and obey. I would like you, I would like us to know that in this obedience, God is also supplying the leading towards this obedience, supplying the strength towards this obedience. He is with us in, your, in our struggle. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, sa struggle mo, kasama mo si Lord. If you have someone with you in your houses, po sabihin natin yun sa kanila kasi sometimes iniisip natin sinusubok na ako ni Lord. At feeling natin, pag ibig sabihin sinubok is parang wala sa dyan. But you know, the shepherd, para tayong tupa na hindi natin kaya intindihin yung sinasabi ni Lord. So what he does is that he walks with us. Alam niyo po ang pinakamaganda doon? is that if the, if the shepherd leads us, it would mean one thing. That we don't have to understand the path. We just have to look on the shepherd. Hindi na natin kailangan tingnan pa yung path. Hindi na rin natin kailangan tingnan pa kung saan to lahat papunta. Amen? Yun yung malakas makaloko sa atin, di ba? Sa lakbayin natin papunta sa Panginoon. That sometimes, feeling natin the path towards righteousness, the path towards success would mean clarity on the ending and clarity on the path. Pero God guiding us, the shepherd guiding the ship would mean hindi niya talaga kaya intindihin yung dadaanan niya at kung saan sila pupunta. It's just that I have to look on my shepherd. And where he go, I go. Alam niyo po yun, kung saan siya pumunta, 
Hindi ay sasabihin, hindi pumunta ka dun sa may kanto, pangatlong kanto. Hindi. May kita natin sa naglalakad at susundan natin sa. Wala akong ibang titingnan, hindi ko titingnan kung pang ilang kanto na, kung pang ilang pagsubok na, ang titingnan ko lang kung nasaan sa. And as long as I am seeing Him, not necessarily the path, not necessarily the goal, not necessarily the reward, I know I am in the right path. I know I am doing right. You know, don't just look for that path, that goal. There is one thing that we shall do. Follow the shepherd. All you need to get there is to follow the shepherd. Be where he is. Ang ganda pa ng sinabi niya dun, di ba? In the path of righteousness, in the right path, as long as God is there on that right path, on other versions, on the path of righteousness, it means we really cannot gain righteousness by setting it as a goal. We are setting righteousness kung saan tayo nakadikit, kung saan tayo lumalapit, kung saan tayo tumatabi. Alam niyo po, um, the following verse is, ang sarap di ba ng mga pangako ni Lord pagdating dito. At tingnan natin tong sunod na verse. In verse 4, it says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of the death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Can we say this? One, two, three. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Ganda po, di ba? Ang sabi niya, ang ganda na nung first set of verse, eh, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He lead me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. At ngayon, we'll go into the reality. Alam niyo po, isa sa mga consistent na mga nangyayari sa Biblia, when it comes to the promises of the Lord, it's just, it, it doesn't bring us into a fantasy of life. It's always realistic. Kaya kahit dito sa magandang pangako niya sa Psalms 23, in-include niya to, even though I walk through the darkest valley. So meaning, there is a dark valley. We have to understand that we are talking about a shepherd and a ship. And a shepherd leads the ship. And for the shepherd to lead someone the ship into the darkest valley. Parang ang sama, di ba? But we have to understand today that it's a part of the trip. It's a part of the journey. It's the part of the path to go through that dark valley. Hindi siya nawawalang tupa dito. It's not the idea of the lost ship here. Actually, the shepherd is leading him to this dark valley. Sabi niya, even though I walk, yeah, though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You know why he doesn't fear the evil? For you are with me. For the shepherd is with him. Today we might be in our dark valleys. Who is in their dark valleys? But it's always good to know that there is still nothing to fear because God is with us. Nakapanibago, no, that the word comes this way today. It's very clear. It's very plain. It's a good reminder for us that faith doesn't come in formula. Faith is just believing these radical things from the Lord. 
believing that God is with us wherever we are. Alam niya, maganda dito ang description, ang sabi niya, even though I walk through the darkest valley. On some translation, it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Can you say shadow? Shadow. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of the death. Ang maganda sa description ng shadow is that nakakatakot ba ang Sabihin natin na yung tupa, pupunta siya sa dark valley. Ano yung posibleng nakakatakot sa kanya? It can be a thief. Pwedeng may magnakaw sa kanya. Pangalawa, pwedeng may mabangis na hayop sa kanya, na lumaban sa kanya o kainin sa. But you know, yung magnanakaw, yung mabangis na hayop, yung espada, if it is a shadow, it will only appear to be something to be frightened about. But we have to remember that it's a shadow of death. It's just a shadow. Natatakot tayo madalas sa mga anino. But we have to understand that everything dito sa mundo natin ay anino na lang. Why? Because Jesus won the death. Napanalo na ni Jesus yung death. Prophetic, di ba? That today... Whatever we are facing, the fear that we have, it's all an illusion of shadow. Ang nakikita lang natin is yung anino ng mabangis na hayop, pero hindi yung mabangis na hayop. Why? Kasi panalo na si Lord over that. And all the power there is that the enemy has is a shadow to give us an illusion of death. To give us an illusion of what we are afraid about. Nakakatakot yung, yung spada Nakakatakot yung iniisip natin ngayon. But what we have to understand that it is all a shadow. Anino lang lahat ng yan. Hindi ka kayang sakta ng anino. Pero it, it might come na yung anino na yun, it will drive you to hurt yourself, to be frightful, to be scared. Alam niyo yung valley, it's dark. Kasi di ba, pagdating sa mountaintop, maliwanag. Pagdating sa valley, surrounded, madilim. But you know, even though I walk through, through, and there's a power in the word through. Why? Kasi ang sabi niya dyan, through, hindi to. Hindi kanya nililid papunta doon. Through, it means it's only a passage. And there is a way out. God will make us through those darkest valleys. Are we afraid of our valleys? Are we afraid of darkness? Darkness is only a shadow. When we have accepted Jesus in our life, when we have Jesus, when we have the shepherd with us, we have to understand that everything is just an illusion. And that we have the greatest presence, the most powerful presence with us. As long as the shepherd is with us, we will fear no evil. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, natatakot ka ba? May takot ba sa puso natin? At kung may takot man sa puso natin, you know, Psalms 23 prescribes to us, those are just illusions. At ang ganda na sinabi ni David, di ba? I will fear no evil because I am secured in your presence. 
as long as God is with us, the confidence, the only confidence that David has is that God surrounds him. That the shepherd is with him. Jesus has defeated death already. Sabihin mo ngayon, sa problema mo, anino ka lang? Anino ka lang? Huwag niyo tingnan yung mga katabi niyo. Okay. Okay. You know, anino lang silang lahat. Anino lang lahat ng kinatatakutan natin. Hindi tayo kaya saktan. Alam nyo, ang ganda dito, I will fear no evil. Ang, ang isa pang wonderful dito sa verse na to, because it's too real. Ang sabi niya, I will fear no evil. I fear no evil. Nawala ba yung evil? Hindi ibig sabihin nung no, no evil, nawala yung evil. Ha? But sabi niya dyan, di ako matatakot sa, sa kalaban. But ang sabi niya dyan, I will fear no evil. So meaning, there is still an evil. But I don't fear it. Sometimes we ask the Lord, Lord, take away this evil from me. Diba? Take away this evil of fear. Take away this evil person. Take away this evil, this evil thoughts inside of me. Ganyan. But you know, ang sabi niya saan, I fear no evil. I fear no evil. That the promise here is not on fearing the evil. It's not on removing the evil. The evil will be there. But on how it holds us. How does the evil holds us? Paano ba tayo ngayon hinahawakan at pinag-iilusonan ng kaaway? Alam niyo yun, ang dami nating takot ngayon nagawa ng ilusyon ng kaaway. Totoo na may kapangyarihan sa, pero lahat ng kapangyarihan ng meron sa ay ilusyon para sa atin. And all that He can do is to deceive. You know, and the power of God here says that, no, you are free not to fear. You can be free from that fear. I will fear no evil. The evil will be there. But it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to fear it. Sabihin mo may kalaban. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, totoo may kalaban. Totoo may problema. Baka hindi mawala. Pero hindi natin kailangan matakot. And let's see of the next verses. Ang sabi niya dyan, ay ne, balik pala tayo, sorry. Ang sabi niya doon is that, for you are with me, your God and your staff, they comfort me. You know, nagdi-discussion pa rin dito yung mga scholars of what does it mean because sometimes they say it's only one thing. But whatever it is, the rod and the staff would mean Uh, it is to protect and to guide. It is to protect and to guide. Sometimes, papaluin, di ba? Hindi naman laging kalaban yung pinapalo, eh, di ba? <laughs> Walang makalaban. Minsan, makulit lang talaga tayo, kaya tayong napapalo. Para sana yun sa kalaban, eh. Pero minsan, nagagamit na rin sa atin. Di ba? <laughs> Sabing punta ka dito, mpak, di ba? <laughs> Imbis sa kalaban, sa atin tuloy, kaya minsan masakit. But we have to understand that it's it it only aims two things. It's for us to be protected. It's for us to be guided. Di ba? Minsan natatakot tayo sa itsura ng pamalo. Ng pamalo. Di ba? But you know, David here appears na hindi siya nakakatakot, di ba? Yung pamalo mo, 
talagang gustong gusto ko. They comfort me. You know why? Because David understood that it's for him. Diba? Sabihin niya natin, Lord, yung pamalo mo, nakaka-comfort. Hindi ba? But you know, David is very clear right now. Ang sabi niya, these things are actually for my comfort. It's for my good. It's for me to be guided. It's for me to be protected. Amen? Masama man sa tingnan, but I understand that it's for me. And and the next will be verse 5. Ang sabi niya dyan, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Ang ganda, di ba? You prepare a table before me. Unahin natin yung you prepare a table. Ang pinag-uusapan natin dito is yung problema. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of the death. Diba? Pero ang sabi ni, ni Lord, pagkatapos ng verse na yun is, okay, dumadaan ka sa valley. But you know, I'm up into this extent. Ang sabi niya dyan is, God is preparing a table. You prepare. The shepherd is preparing a table. Guys, let's take these verses in to our life. Because I think sometimes, ang ginagawa natin sa church is we are looking for formulas in order to, to, to have a good life. But you know, we have to understand that these are promises that we just need to take in. And to understand, this is our starting point. God has given us these things already. And we can step into it anytime. Anytime. At ang sabi niya dyan is, you prepare a table before me. Unang-una, nag-prepare yung table, di ba? Pag may enemy ba, pag may kalaban sa paligid natin, ginaganahan ba tayong kumain? Hindi, di ba? Parang ano, ang hirap naman kumain. Ah. But you know, ang sabi, hindi ko alam ba't mahirap kumain. Pero di ba, parang hindi ka makakapag-rejoice kung may kalaban. But ang sabi ni Lord John, may kalaban ka. Oo, tanggapin natin yan, may kalaban ka. May kinakaharap ka. But you know, sabi ni Lord John, you prepare. I am preparing. Hindi niya sinabi na, okay, re-rewardan kita. Pero ang sabi ni Lord, preparing? As in, Lord, preparing? Ano bang meron sa preparation? It means, it takes time. Ang maganda sa term na preparation is that, ano, hindi ito minadali, pinaghandaan. May kalaban na, pasugod na, tapos ang sinasabi niya, pinagluluto kita. Diba? Hindi sinabi ko, ipaprotektahan kita ako na bahala dyan. Hindi. Ang sabi niya, wait lang, pinaghahanda, pinagluluto pa kita. Diba? You prepare a table. Hindi nga, basta lang pagkain eh, diba? Nag-prepare si Lord ng table. So may vase, diba? May, may, <laughs> may, may, may dekorasyon. So it means, chill lang sa, Chill lang si Lord, cool lang siya. At ang sabi niya, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And isn't this a, a wonderful illustration? Kasi may kalaban, kumakatok na yung kalaban sa buong bahay natin, sinusugod na kung nasaan man tayo. But all that God is doing is He is preparing a food and a table for us to dine with Him. Madalas kasi pag may kalaban tayo, di ba? Sugod din tayo. Ganyan. Madalas kapag may pinagdadaanan tayo, all that all that we have in our mind is we, I have to fight. I have to battle against it. But you know, what we have to secure first and foremost is that the presence of God is with us. 
is that we are the we are with the Lord and that we are dining with him we have a covenant we have a time with him you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you know yung you anoint my head with oil in their culture it means pinapabanguhan niya yung ulo niyo yung ulo ko yung ulo natin it's a part of their hospitality during that time na pag pumasok ka ng bahay ia-anoint ng oil yung ulo mo pinapabanguhan So can you see, nandito na yung digmaan, nandito na yung problema, but all God is doing here, all that David in this psalm is saying is that pinapabanguhan niya, kakain tayo, kahit ang daming kaguluhan sa paligid, kahit nasa, kadi, nasa gitna ng kadiliman, kahit may kalaban sa paligid, you know, I can dine with the Lord. I can enjoy His presence. I can be with Him. I can rejoice with Him. I can be comforted. Amen? Siyo dito yung maraming problema. Siyo dito yung maraming pinagdadaanan. Alam ko in this pandemic, ang dami talaga nating problema. Walang-walang problema ngayon. Lahat tayo may pinagdadaanan, might be emotional, might it be financial, might it be physical, might it be our healing sickness to many people today. But you know what God is saying here in the presence of the enemies, you can enjoy my presence. In the presence of all the problem there is, I see, you see, all of those illusions that the enemy is doing, you can enjoy my presence. Today, are we enjoying God's presence? Today, amidst all of the problem, do we still enjoy God? He's cooking for us. His celebration for us. You know, table means bounty, plenty. Preparation means foresight and care. That God saw it beforehand and He cared. And before me is that there is a personal connection. Alam niyo yun? He, he, he prepared a table before me. Where? In the presence. Wala talaga sa pangako dito na aalisin niya yung kaaway, aalisin niya yung masama. Ang sabi niya is kaya mong kumain at mag-enjoy sa kalagitnaan ng kahirapan, ng sakit, ng kalaban. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Ang galing, di ba? Isipin mo nandiyan na yung mga kalaban mo, sigaw nang sigaw sa'yo, pero si Lord, pinagkahain ka lang ng pinagkahain. Ang gusto mo, paano pang gusto mo, di ba? Tapos nanonood ka lang at ini-enjoy mo yung pagkain mo. What is happening? Nandiyan na silang lahat. At siguro ganun yung gusto ni Lord, no? A picture of us as Christians. We have to understand it this way. Na hindi ang laman lagi ng panalangin natin is, alisin mo to. Pero Lord, hayaan mo sa kalagitnaan nito, ma-enjoy pa rin kita. That I will know who I am in the midst of everything. There is a table in the presence of enemies. Masakit kaya makita noon, kung ikaw yung kalaban, nakikita mong kumakain ng masaya yung kalaban mo. ba? Diba? Ang saya naman niya. Hmm, saya-saya naman, nakain pa siya. ba? Diba? 
But you know, it's the exact position that what, what God would like to see from each and every one of us, that we will know. We will know that there is security and protection and assurance in the presence of God. Sino nag-lead sa ship dun sa darkest valley? It's the shepherd. God is with us all, all of this time. That there is a reason to rejoice amidst conflicts. You know, ang sinisignify nito, nitong verse 5, it's calmness. Na walang panic, walang disturbance. Peace coming from the Lord. You know, Christian is invited to sit in perfect peace with the Lord. We are invited into perfect peace with the Lord. Kamusta ba yung resilience natin? And what the, the last verses says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me. That surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Can we say this together? One, two, three. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. All, okay lang po kayo. Para nakatulog na kayo sa pastulan ng Diyos. <laughs> Mga tupa ba kayo? <laughs> Mga tupa ba tayo? Eh. Okay. Kung ako to masaya akong babasahin sa at damang dama. Because amidst every conflict and amidst every pain that I have right now, what God is saying here is that surely goodness and mercy will follow me. Sige, let's read it. One, two, three. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord for, forever. My whole life long. Napude ba? Some are asking, Sabi, through death, diba? through the valley, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Lord, bakit umabot ng death talaga yung iba? Because you know, David sees here that there is more than this life. And this life is just a through and through. It's just a passage. It's just a path. It is not the end point of life. And he knows that in the end of everything, goodness and mercy, he will see it in the end of life. That he will see that there is security that God is his shepherd and I as a ship can rest in his presence. Alam nyo po, walang pressure dito sa verses na to. Alam nyo kung bakit? Ang expectation lang sa atin. Diba, on other preachings that we have, kailangan kasi ganito tayo, dapat ganito tayo, dapat ganito tayo. But you know, ang challenge lang nitong verse na to sa atin is be a ship. Be a ship. Maging tanggapin natin yung foolishness, foolishness natin. Tanggapin natin yung inadequacy natin. Tanggapin natin yung insufficiency natin. Tanggapin natin na hindi natin kaya. And all that we have, and all the direction that we will be needing, it will come from only one. It's our shepherd. The challenge is on the first part. You know, be a ship and let God be the shepherd. You know, there is security and protection for the sheep. A secured future. An invitation to enjoy the presence of God. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me 
all the days of my life. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me. And we will dwell in the presence of the Lord forever. Can we say the first part again? The Lord is my shepherd. Can we say it three times? The Lord is my shepherd. Did it come sin into our life that, you know, God, I'm my sheep and you are my shepherd. You are my shepherd. Let's close our eyes and we will pray. God, today, let these verses sink into our life. This promises, God. Lord, all this time, what we would like to happen, Lord, is that mawawala yung masama. Mawawala yung problema. Maaalis lahat ng kahirapan, Panginoon. But today, Lord, you're asking us to trust you, Lord. You're asking us to follow you. That, Lord, that what will satisfy us is the truth, Lord, that you are our shepherd and with you we are forever protected, guarded, and secured. Allow us to enjoy your presence, God, more than anything. Today, Lord, akala namin, Panginoon, ang kagustuhan ninyo para sa amin, Panginoon, is Lord, makatanggap ng makatanggap ng makatanggap. Makuha to ng makuha to ng maabot to ng maabot to. But today, Lord, let it be that, Lord, that the greatest desire of our heart will be to enjoy your presence. It will be to dine with you. Hayaan niyo, Panginoon, na makita namin yung sarili namin na nakikipagkwentuhan sa inyo. Kumakain ng masarap na pagkain, Panginoon. We are enjoying each other's presence. Well, everything, Lord, sa buhay namin, habang lahat sa buhay namin ay magulo at mahirap, pero wala. Wala kaming kailangan gawin o sabihin para sa kanila dahil kailangan lang namin tumuon sa inyo. Ikaw ang pastol at kami ang tupa. Be with us, God. Allow us to enjoy this promise. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. For listening to this week's podcast. We hope you are empowered and encouraged to have passion for God and compassion for people.